I was sleeping gently, napping when I heard the phone. Who is on the other end talking? Am I even home? Did you see what she did to him? Did you hear what they said? Just a New York conversation rattling in my head. Oh my, and what shall we wear? Oh my, and who really cares? Just a New York conversation, gossip all of the time. Did you hear who did what to whom happens all the time? Who has touched and who has dabbled here in the city of shows? Openings, closings, bed repartee, everybody knows. Oh, how sad and why do we call? Oh, I'm glad to hear from you all. I am calling, yes, I'm calling just to speak to you. For I know this night will kill me if I can't be with you. And he was like, yeah, dude, we're going to get drunk and it's going to be great. And like when he showed up, the first thing he said when he got out of his car was, we're going to be swinging an axe at that tree tonight. And he pointed (laughs) to a tree outside my front door. Now, I live in a condo complex, so it's like. It's like, oh, oh, all right, Joe, it seems like a good idea. And and as we kept drinking, like, it kept coming up to the point where we actually started taking just swings at the tree with this axe that my roommate had for some reason. Oh, my God. My goodness. uh, Uh. And so as hours later, you know, we didn't even chop it down. We just took, like, a good chunk out of the tree, and hours later – there's like a pounding on the door. I'm half asleep. I'm in my underwear. Why and are you all in your this... underwear? Because I, I was asleep. Oh, right. Of course. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, it's not like I was, yeah, please. I was by myself in my, with my underwear. Uh, <laughs> oh, please. Okay. Please, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle having a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Anyway. So, anyway. Yeah, back, back to getting arrested. Back to getting, oh, God. Back to getting arrested in my underwear. Uh, so I, I wake up to hearing Joe go, Kyle, come out! Get out of the house! And then the cops going, if you don't come out, I'm coming in with the taser! Oh, really? Yeah. And I, and I was just like, I'm like half asleep, and I'm like, what? this is a joke. And, and, I, and the cops are like, come out right now! And I was like, can, can I put pants on? He goes, no! Oh, no. Really? So I literally, I take like, a half a step over my front door and they just grab me sh- like shove me against the wall bear in mind i'm in my underwear yeah and just handcuff me and then they're they're like did you chop down this tree i, I was like sir no i didn't chop down the tree <laughs> and uh-huh. i was like I'm not going to admit to it. You're like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I totally did that thing that could be considered a criminal act. It <laughs> like, seemed cool I... at the time, you know, to just take an axe to a random tree. It, it was, like, honestly, it was such a tiny tree. And I was like, whatever. Well, that's, that's even better. worse because it was just trying to, It know? wasn't a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> it was like a 10-foot tall live oak, which, like, 
All right. Uh, don't you don't need to justify it, okay? You just hate trees, and if, yeah, then you should go to jail for that. I have a vendetta. Yeah, I have a vendetta against trees. So, uh, <laughs> so um, because they're cut. so they're so, um, I guess, uh, solid and straight and firm. I'm gonna leave that one on the table. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna even touch that because. Um, what happens next is Kyle gets taken to jail in his underwear. Uh, mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but like Joe, Joe's just like, guys, I don't want to go to jail. Just look, I did it. I, I chopped down the tree or I did. He didn't even chop down. He's like, I swung at the ax. It was just me. Kyle didn't do anything. He's not lying. Oh, so he's, he's very, you know, like, I guess a good friend. He didn't. I think it was stupid of him to admit to it, but it was just... Well, he's, try, like, he's trying to protect you, I suppose. We were in the backseat of a cop car Yeah. at this point. If you're in the backseat of a cop car, you're going to jail. I mean, it's just not like they do that to go, oh, whatever, this will get them to... No. It, it's <laughs> up until that point, they may take the handcuffs off. Once you're in the back of the car, you're going to jail. <laughs> it's just how it works. So, um... Oh, God, I hope you're not recording. Uh... Yeah, we are. Oh, crap. Anyway, <laughs> I might as well finish. Yeah, so, no, you're going to finish. Long story short, I they they handcuff my hands and ankles. It, I'm in my underwear. They give me an orange jumpsuit to wear. <laughs> and I spend 20 hours in jail with my friend Joe and a guy that shot somebody, a... Somebody that got caught by Dateline. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Did, did you talk to him? No, I don't want to be associated with that guy. H- how did you know then? Because there's rumors in jail, Clara. <laughs> oh, I, I people think talk in the big house. Um, <laughs> my, wow, my you're, you're so dangerous, Kyle. I know. My cellmate was a homeless guy that smelt like the worst smell I've ever <laughs> smelled in my life. Oh my. So did you... Oh, I didn't even have my glasses, so oh. I couldn't see anything either. I'm blind without well, my glasses. Well, maybe that's better. Maybe it's better that way that you don't see. Well, that, so they were nice enough to put me in a cell with Joe because Joe was guiding me around. So I looked like Joe's little. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and so then they gave us food, and my favorite part is uh. This giant, this is the largest man I've ever seen in my life. I'm pretty sure he was an NFL player. Mm-hmm. And because as we're getting, like, the food was like chili and cornbread. And he's like, hey, let me get that cornbread. <laughs> and I'm just like, and, and I realized I was at a precipice. I could give him my cornbread. But then, then you know what that means. Is, oh, does it mean something? Well, well, I've watched enough Orange is the New Black to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what happens if you don't give it to him? Well, then he might kick my butt, my ass, but... Uh, <laughs> Your bum. My bum. My bum! <laughs> um, but I figured, like, you know what? Getting punched in the face doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to be somebody's cellmate. So I I just laughed at him and walked away. And I figured, whatever, 
we're just in a holding cell. I don't think he's had time to fashion a weapon yet. Right, yeah, you don't think that that would be a possibility. Well, that's a very interesting story. Oh, yeah. Oh, the best part is they charged me with being the leader of a gang. (laughs) (laughs) The two of us got arrested. They... My bail was $15,000. Oh, my goodness. And, <laughs> yeah. And you're a leader of a gang. That sounds like a rockabilly song. <laughs> leader of a gang. <laughs> I guess but I'm thinking of leader of the pack. But, oh, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Um, Which is not a rockabilly song. I know I know everyone who's thinking, oh, my goodness. But anyway. I, yeah, so I spent 20 hours. So anyway, how we got into this was my friend got arrested yesterday. And she... <laughs> And she, we were swapping jail stories, and mine were better. Of course. Because I, I had some guy who, who had been out of prison for three months because he stabbed some guy. And then he shot some guy to death because <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I'm probably going to be here for life. And I was like, I don't want to be next to you. <laughs> I just chopped down a tree like George Washington, right? Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got a jail nickname. They were calling me Johnny Appleseed. They were? No kidding. No, no joke. Guards <laughs> and everything were calling me Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> and and some guy was like, you think when you get out in the holding cell, they're, all those gang members are going to think Johnny Appleseed's a cute nickname? <laughs> and, I, and like, I started laughing. He's like, don't laugh at me, son. And I am going to pay – and I, I just I just kept it real. I'm like, honestly, I'm going to pay my bail and I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> like, you – what are you going to do? They're going to draw you into their world. That's what they yeah, want This to is do. hour 19 of being in jail for – I didn't even chop down a tree. I, <laughs> I swung an axe at a tree. <laughs> oh, no. Well, um, so uh, that's, that's uh, yeah. a good story. Oh, yeah. They charge you with a felony. And being the leader of gang. Oh, no. Oh, I know. So it's all gone, actually. All charges were dropped. Um, I'm not a felon. I'm just charged. Everyone, um, I, I wouldn't podcast with a felon, everyone, dear listeners. No, no, Clara's mom. She would not. She did a thorough criminal back check, background check into me. Uh, all clear. Yeah, I didn't know about this. And if I did, you know, things would be different. No, they wouldn't. It, well, if, if I knew that you didn't care about the environment, maybe... I, I care very much about yeah, the environment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? That tree had it coming. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it did. Which <laughs> the best part is, like, we didn't even chop it down all the way, and then when we got out of jail, it turns out like the maintenance people of my apartment were like, "Well, we might as well cut it down now." I didn't even get like the satisfaction of seeing it fall down, <laughs> and and then Joe literally salted the earth so the replacement tree would never grow back. <laughs> Yeah, you probably don't want to see a tree after that. <laughs> no. Like, I and mean, he didn't tell me this until three years later. And they, like, five replacement trees they tried to plant. <laughs> like, why? Why are these not growing? Why? Yeah. Oh, dear. Because Kyle had some sort of anger issues against a poor, poor little tree in Florida. Yeah. So, uh, that's. Anyway, it's the. <laughs> This is a cycling podcast, everybody. Welcome to the Broken Spokes podcast. Um, I'm your ex-felon, Kyle Michael. With a radio and voice? A... No, no, well, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
Calm down. Welcome, everybody. Calm this is to uh, Kyle has shameful memories hour. Uh, yeah. And, and by the way, everyone, we do this on a Friday night because we have no lives. It's just the, yeah. Anyway, I just want to throw that in there. Okay. So what about you, Kyle, with the, um, your shameful stories? Are there any more? There's a plethora of shameful stories, but they're for more podcasts, everybody. Okay, maybe we can always start with something like Kyle's confession or something. Kyle's confession? Why Kyle can't go back to Tallahassee, Florida anymore? Uh, (laughs) That's that's just because I'm afraid karma will catch up to me. And most of that I don't think I'm legally allowed to talk about. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Let's let's, let's keep it clean here. Keep it clean. Um... Anyway, welcome to the Broken Spokes podcast, everybody. Yes. Uh, Clara, why don't you say hi to the people? Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. So far. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Uh, I don't hate trees. I don't. (laughs) Oh, is that going to bother you? Yes, it's going to. We take it back. Kyle doesn't hate trees. Thank Um, you. He just had um, a lapse of bad judgment. Uh, yes. Who yes, else I had guess. a lapse of bad judgment this past week, Kyle? Was it a football player? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Richard Sherman? I'm so good at segues. What, was that a bad... What, that wasn't a lapse of bad judgment. That was a wibbly-wobbly ball of awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, well, after the initial um, freakout uh, from people, everyone, of course, after they calmed down and think about it, was like, oh, that's not really that bad because, you know, he went to Stanford and had a... 3.9 oh, grade point average. So oh, it's yeah. not that bad. The, the racism of like, oh my god, there's an angry black guy screaming at me on the TV. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, he went to Stanford. It's okay, everybody. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I thought that was uh, interesting, to say the least. A lot of emotion, you know? Uh, but football, I guess, has a lot of emotion. People, I think it's an outlet for people to feel like they can be emotional and it's okay. Like I'm not crying about um, my dog's broken leg. I'm crying about football and that's okay. That's more. Oh, okay. it's okay. It's yeah. badly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the yeah, Super Bowl. I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love football. Football is one of my favorite sports. I, I think you don't know this, but I actually played four years of high school football. Now I didn't say I played it well. Um, in four years, I literally played eight plays. Oh. Do you know why? Uh, I was why Kyle? I was 112 pounds and attempting to play football, and not at kicker. Oh, what, it didn't go well. I got a concussion. Oh well, at least you kept trying. Isn't that the main thing? Like to keep trying and never give up. They actually offered me, offered to make me a team manager. So I didn't get hurt. Oh, that kind of reminds me of Bobby Hill. King of the Hill. I'm making a King of the Hill reference. I, I, <laughs> Sorry. I've never felt so much shame in my life. And towel, I just like, told, towel boy. told oh. everybody I got arrested in my underwear. And that's saying something. Yeah, yeah this is you know, a time to really air out those um, issues that you only talk to your therapist about on a podcast. <laughs> this is, yeah, because... I should stop going to therapy, and I should just do podcasts. Um, I think, well, I I would um, recommend that. Yeah, sure. All right, I'll uh, let my therapist know. <laughs> oh well, okay. Moving on, <laughs> because <laughs> anyway, okay. So Richard Sherman. Yeah, you wanted uh, to make a point about this. I 
everyone is just absolutely just lambasting him for saying like, oh yeah, he shouldn't have been that cocky. And what? No, it was awesome. Yeah. He made the game winning. Okay, for the people in who are possibly listening in Europe or any other country that doesn't watch American football, Richard Sherman was one of the best defensive football players in the league. He was going against a very good offensive player, and he he basically made the play that that sent his team to the Super Bowl. And if you don't know what the Super Bowl is, just take <laughs> the next five minutes because I can't help you. Uh, yeah, that's super. Super! And Kyle's alienating people already. What are we, three minutes in? Um, I have no idea when you started recording. Oh, no, no, we are. We're recording, Kyle. I know we're recording. I just don't know how much of that story got told. Oh, well, okay. All right, so... Anyway, so Richard Sherman called called his nemesis out and was like, I'm the best quarterback in the league! How dare you try to win the game on me! Yeah, by and, the time I get this podcast out there, this is going to be so old news. But hey, why not? You know, whatever. Whatever. Okay. I wish if someone did that in cycling. What would be wrong with that? What would be wrong if Mark Cavendish went, I'm the fastest man on two wheels. What are you going to come at me? I feel like he has done something like that before. But you no. mean you want more? More personality? Yes. Yeah. I'm, okay, maybe I want... Not as much from Cav. Cav's got a lot of personality. Maybe I want some other sprinter. Maybe I want Tyler Farrar to just be like, I want a race! Woo! <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I got something to knock on Tyler. That's just, I love Tyler. I just, I, I hope he does better this season. Last season was kind of a disappointment. He had a lot of third places. Third like, fourths? A lot of third and fourths. Lots of them. Um, you know, right. like two wins, but lots of third and fourth. So do you think if, you know, there were more people like Richard Sherman in the Peloton, which, you know, is kind of hard to believe because it's kind of comparing apples to oranges in a way. Um, I know it's okay. I don't know what I'm saying, but, um, you know what? it's super hyper masculine people. No, no, I don't think it's apples to oranges at all. I mean, it's totally like the, the, Oh yeah, I'm gonna intimidate my opponent by uh, just yawning on this climb or whatever. Or I'm gonna look him. I'm gonna give him a stare down and make him intimidate and yeah. scared of me. Yeah, it's no, they're the same thing. Yeah, it is. But um, as far as talking to the media goes, at least giving someone some an interesting um, story to talk about. You know, like yeah, yeah, I was the best, and they can all like. Uh, I don't even know. I can't, I'm not even good at that. So you'll have not to help me, Kyle. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know I sound so lame right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. What's wrong with someone like Chris Horner did it in the Vuelta and people were getting kind of chippy at Horner. He was like, yeah, whatever. I wasn't working that hard on that climb. Yeah. I don't think cycling fans are used to hearing things like that. I guess not even football fans, but you think that football fans would be more, um, embracing of that sort of like aggressive uh in your face comp like thing you think they would but it was a big deal it was a huge deal and like look richard sherman made eye contact with the camera and just basically was just like listen here brother <laughs> I'm, gonna, 
I'm going to meet the ultimate warrior in the squared circle, and I'm going to show him pain. Maybe you just liked it so much because you used to wrestle and you like watching pro wrestling. And, you know, you're just like, yeah, yeah, finally. Fine, finally, someone someone gets it. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. We never did that in wrestling. Like, I just had to rip off my shirt and be like, oh, man, hear me roar. Isn't that... <laughs> The problem was I was wrestling. It's like if if you saw me then or now, I don't. I'm not a physically intimidating person. So like if I was talking trash, someone would be like, whatever. That little twink, he's so cute. Oh 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 my god, um, Kyle, tell everyone that story that you told me a few weeks ago about how you um, tried to intimidate your wrestling um, person, the guy, the opponent. Opponent? What did I do? I don't even remember. You tried to... Oh my god, I might be getting things confused here. Are you you cheating on me with another wrestler? Do you have another podcast, Clara? I'm definitely thinking of another podcast, yes. (laughs) Uh, No! Oh, no, dear. Okay, I'm going to edit that out, if I remember. Okay, so moving on. Okay, so you're thinking of another podcast. No, I was, you know, that... um, Oh. Mike creates podcast where he thought he was going to make his opponent laugh. I thought that you told me that. No. He, he wrestled too. Did you not listen to that one? I didn't know that he wrestled. Well, he he said that in one of his later podcasts. I think it was the one with Marianne. I Marianne. know that. Well, okay. yeah. Now you guys have something in common. Oh, we have something to bro bond over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on. Um, though, though I used to purposely weigh in naked. Oh, um, isn't that what you do? No, 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 no. Most of the time, see, you don't see this because it's so behind the scenes and no one cares about wrestling. But like most of the time, it's a bunch like the weigh-ins are just two guys in lines and they're like, all right, 135. And no one's talking because they're all in their underwear. And, you know, it's I can't talk to another guy if I'm in my underwear. And I would just <laughs> show, I would, because I was wrestling 140, but I weighed 135. Mm-hmm. So I would show up to weigh-ins holding a sandwich and naked. <laughs> No, you didn't. Really? No, no, I would. I, you can ask my friends. I, I did this multiple. Sometimes I'd have Gatorade in my hand and be chugging Gatorade while weighing in. And I'd just be talking to people and be like, hey, what's going on, guy? And I'd be completely naked. Uh, it's a good way to make them feel uncomfortable. Y- yeah, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not, like I said, I'm not physically intimidating. I gotta be a jackass somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a need for attention. Uh, I, um, I can tell. So we're 20 minutes in, Kyle, and I hate to cut you off because I know that you do need attention, but we forgot to mention a special person that is um, very near and dear to our hearts and likes it when we mention him on the podcast. Kim (laughs) Jong-il? No. Kimmy Cakes, I just want to say. um, You know what? I think all your people have enough food. I, I think they're just a bunch of whiners. Stop it. Okay. Luke, we forgot to say hi. Luke! <laughs> um, it's now that you let us know it makes you uncomfortable, I'm going to dedicate a solid five minutes every show <laughs> talking about how great you are, Luke, and how much of an inspiration. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And this uh, podcast is just going to be you talking and me laughing. That, that doesn't work very well. No, no, no. It's, it's, this is absolute garbage. But anyway, let's go. <laughs> no, but there's a bunch of people we should really talk about. Um, 
Yes. Archbishop. There's a bunch of, but Dan Worry gave us a lot of love on Twitter, retweeted us. Um, Arch Bernard re- retweeted us. Um, Skip on Twitter, he Skip retweeted Eric. us. And he's sending out the podcast. Uh, we're getting a lot. It was last I checked, I think we had 108 listens in a couple days. So really? go us. We do? We do. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. I wonder how long they listened. Um, Probably about three minutes. Yeah, yeah, until... <laughs> they didn't tell me the mean of how long they listened, but I'm going to assume um, they made a solid six minutes in. Yeah, well, un- until you said something about someone and hated on Australia. Did that happen last time? No, okay. no, no, no. Um, yes, yes, it did. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but that was towards the end. Yeah. I mean, well, the problem is I don't know what I'm saying. I don't remember it. No, so. I don't either. So. Okay, so when people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to start tanning my nipples, I'm like, I said that! <laughs> uh-huh. Which, by the way, thank you for some love, Kiss My Panache. Um, I, we got a whole bunch of favorites, and there's a whole bunch of people following us. We really appreciate all you people that uh, just retweet us, tell your friends. If you like our podcast, please tell people to listen to us. We, we appreciate it. We just... We want this to grow. We want it to be bigger. Hopefully someday we'll have prizes from some sponsors. And hopefully and someday we'll talk about cycling. We will. Um, well, we're going to get to it. Oh, my goodness. We've been doing this for 23 minutes. No, 24 minutes now. And we have not mentioned anything about cycling except you and your underwear. And I guess that's really about it, right? All right. Okay. So speaking of underwear, uh, mesh jerseys made a lasting impact on the Peloton this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, specifically the uh, lack of UV coverage by them. Um, yeah, and I mean, is it just Sky who has mesh jerseys, or are there other teams, or it's just Sky? I, I think it's just Sky. I think uh, Trek Factory team actually has jerseys that are just so tight, they're see-through. Mm. <laughs> Which is its own set of shame, but whatever. Well, right, I mean... Um... And it's very difficult, I, I know that we've all all been through this and talked about it before, to apply sunscreen while you're racing and your back is exposed. And I don't know, I mean, I'm, people must have thought about that before they decided that that was a good idea. Like, right, you Kyle? Thought, you would have really thought they would have thought about that and said, huh, maybe while they're racing in somewhere that has no ozone layer. And the highest rate of skin cancer in the world, that maybe, just maybe, people may get sunburned with this jersey. They did not. They that or they did, and it just it's it doesn't work. Well, from tweeting out that picture of his whole back being burnt is kind of like I don't know. It's not a very good impression on this people that make the jersey. So I wonder. Well, you That's know. a teeth issue only jersey, to be fair. Well, yeah, but at the same time, it's not its not putting them in a good light. Yeah. I guess maybe yeah. he had issues with it to begin with, or else he wouldn't have tweeted out that, you know, scandalous picture of him. With the oh, yeah, that scandalous picture of the see-through. That's another thing. I don't think that that skin suit's see-through. <laughs> I think it's just so tiny that it stretched, the fabric is stretched so thin. <laughs> Um, um, I, I, I can't confirm that I don't have a Rafa jersey and a skin suit. I don't know. Um, but. Well, maybe they'll change their design, um, 
before soon. I don't know. I guess people are upset about it, and, and rightly so, because it's, um, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. kind of not a good idea. <laughs> that's really it, all no, I can say not. about it. <laughs> it's not a good idea of someone that's going to be on a bike for six hours, and what you're exposing somewhere that never sees sun to uh-huh. sun. Yeah. It's yeah. not like your ar- like your arms are used. They're 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 tan, they're brown, they're mahogany arms with <laughs> pasty white backs. Yeah. I maybe, you know, Kyle, we should try and um influence a uh, like a fashion change in the Peloton where we just like try to make everyone wear wool jerseys like they used to. Oh, that would be cool. I, I feel like if they did that for the classics, it'd be awesome. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That would, be, but it'd have to be like a fair weather classic. Like I wouldn't, I would feel bad for someone that's doing that in the rain. Oh, <laughs> Just, yeah. But if someone was like, whatever, we're gonna, our whole team's gonna wear wool jerseys for this what Perry Roubaix, Perry Roubaix, Perry Roubaix, whatever. Shut up. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would be really slick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you don't tell me that whatever jersey company, if they made, if they sold that jersey, they wouldn't sell a couple hundred. Yeah, and you know, it's very hipster to go that route, and so. I guess. Yeah, one there was one shop owner that tried to convince me. He was like, "Yeah, man, wool jerseys—they're coming back." And I, was like, <laughs> I was sitting there like getting my bike fit, and I'm like, "No." No, they're not. <laughs> There's in what world is wool jersey like? They wick fabric better. They're they're warmer. They're cooler. I'm like, then why why does nobody have them? Like, I don't why think that, they, that wouldn't be the case in Florida for sure. It was. It was in Florida. It was in like August. And he's like, I rode I rode to work in this jersey today. Feel how awesome it is. I'm like, it feels tacky from your sweat. Ew. <laughs> it was gross. Well, speaking of gross, um, maybe we should segue into something else. <laughs> Probably. Oh, gross. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to look at our show notes. Show We we're, have notes. Hey, everyone. Yeah, we're so prepared. <laughs> we are. Like I said, consummate professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, all right, Clara, speaking of gross comments, uh, what do you think about DeLuca's comments about, <laughs> you know, 90% of the Peloton doping? At the Giro, uh, at least. I think that um not to stereotype or to say things that people would take offense to because you know that wouldn't be good i think that i don't know i mean he okay so was he gonna put this book out before or after he made those comments I think he's an idiot because he should have had the book at, done already and then made those comments. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, it's just a way to get attention and therefore, you know, bring attention to your book because you want more than three people at your book signing. Like Rasmussen. Oh, yeah. Like, I think if he would have had a book son- a book <clears throat> to begin with, it would have been very easy to get publicity. I think he just did this and then someone's like, oh, you need to write a book. And he's probably just like, I don't know how to say yes in Italian. Uh, Let's see. You know that. See? Yes. I don't. I, thought, I, I, I was actually going, no, see Spanish. Don't sound like an idiot again. <laughs> um, right. And I almost went, we. And I went, no, no, don't say that. Um, oh, God, well, I'm yes. So American. It's disgusting. It's okay. Uh, yes. Italians do speak Italian. That's the language that they speak. 
Weird. I would not have seen that one coming. Um, I'm only saying that because someone, I said that I lived in Italy and someone said, oh, what kind of language, what language do they speak there? And I just was a little sad and, and shocked <laughs> and like, they speak Italian. <laughs> was so- should have been like, they speak Mandarin. It's weird. No one understands it. They speak a special language called, um, <laughs> I'm not feeling very original here. You're going to have to carry us through the second episode. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like what it is. So, but, um, well, right. would you read his book? <clears throat> no, I wouldn't want to give him money. Well, you could I'll... get it like for a dollar. Uh, okay. If it was a dollar, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure it'll. There's a lot of things I'd do for a dollar, though. <laughs> Let's be. But anyway, going on from there. That's You're not the shit. only one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, look, I think it's just a characterization of someone that got caught doping three times. I think it's just a mental block or a mental illness that he is convinced that I could not compete without these drugs, and I could not win unless I was doing this. And, you know, okay, maybe it was true. Maybe he wasn't good enough and the drugs pushed him over. That's very possible. But yeah, there's a lot of people that have got caught with doing drugs. You know, Evo. Um, oh, yeah, you don't need I mean, yeah, plenty, plenty of them. Plenty of people that have been caught, whatever, serve their van, come back and win races. Or, I mean... Miller's done it, uh, Decker's, and I just, it's just, I don't mean to just name Garmin people. It just so happens that they're like a chain gang of people that have served doping. Yeah, and we don't, well, yeah, okay, so if we're going to talk about doping, he's probably just bitter and just, uh, you know, that's a very um, strong statement that he said, but at the same time, you know, a lot of people, okay, yeah, so. All right, well, okay. It's, so what? It's like a criminal saying, oh, everybody steals money. It's like, <laughs> no, dude, not everybody does. You just think everybody does. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the point. Okay. So in other news, someday, other news. Some, someday um, wonderful people who listen to us, we're going to have – I'm going to be smart enough with podcasts to have like a little um, button that I press when we do news that goes – that has a cool – Sound that goes news. Yeah, like that. And so, until then, we're just going to have to. Can we get the Futurama news, humans? Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. Kyle, please tell us about your fellow Floridian. My fellow Floridian who got a little crazy. Oh, we got a little crazy. This is actually going to segue into Kyle's Man Crush of the Week. No, no, no. Is it? It is. It is. Because Uh, Philly Phil, Phil the Thrill Gaiman, stepped it up on the world tour level. He, okay, first off, he came out guns blazing this season. Yeah, but I was was not talking about the Florida guy that threatened to skin Travis Tiger alive. Oh, 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 okay. Um, (laughs) But okay, talk about Phil Gaiman. Phil Gaiman. Um, yeah, Phil Gaiman's my man crush of the week. And like I said last time um, when I picked Tommy Danielson, Phil is a little bit thin for me. Um, <laughs> Phil, like when I said he came out guns blazing, he is thin. 
I mean, he came out and he's been clearly cutting weight. I mean, if you see a picture of his upper body, he does not have arms. I don't know what those things are. <laughs> they don't look human. And to me, that's commitment. And commitment is sexy. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Phil, you're my man crush of the week. Congratulations. Anyway, uh, Florida man. Oh wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, I, I, am I supposed to comment or say something? Like I was, I was still on I that line you're... that you said about having no arms, and I just started thinking about how I draw. Like if I'm drawing, which I'm not very good at, it's. I was thinking about how what I would come up with on paper would look like Phil Gaiman. That's where I, my mind was at that moment. Yeah, he <laughs> he looks like a stick figure. Yeah, exactly. That's my my. My artist like, ability. You're not supposed to see like the every vein in your arm. It's not natural, and it's awesome. It's your the same like it, okay, and it's not like he was flexing. He was just standing um, there. Just standing there. Yeah. Well. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, for your man crush of the week. Okay. Man crush of the week. Congratulations, so, Bill. You join a great company. Uh, <laughs> if you, if you have, you are like leaning towards the skinny ones. So if you got to meet Phil in person, what would you say? What would you ask I, him? I have, oh. I, I have, I have actually been to, my first bike race I ever did was a crit in Gainesville, Florida. And, uh, I think Phil was on Bissell still at this point in time. And, uh, yeah, he was there. I was actually, I, my first skin suit was one of Phil's old skin suits. I was just, <gasps> I was buying just like the cheapest skin suit I could. Cause I was like, whatever, I want to start doing time trials. <laughs> and somebody on Bissell put their old skin suit up for like five bucks. And I was like, I've spent more on less. Aw, that's cute. But I didn't realize until I showed up to the race that the person who was shipping it was shipping it from Gainesville, Florida. And I was like, all right, what are the chances this isn't Phil? <laughs> well, I mean, did he do you right? Was it a good skin suit? It was an awesome skin suit, right. way, but the problem was like you show up to a bike race, you're wearing a skin suit of a, of a domestic team. And then the guy who's where, who's actually on the team is just looking at you all confused. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, so, you were one of those people, huh? I was, one of those, <laughs> I was one of those people in a very obscure skin suit and feel like you could tell he wanted to say, where the hell did you get that? But at the same time, he didn't want to be like, I don't want to be seen with this douche. And I didn't know better. I, I was just like, whatever. It was a $10 with shipping skin suit. It was awesome. Yeah, a lot of people don't know better. And then they get judged very heavily by people oh. who do. Oh, the fact that I, I almost drove off the, or I rode my bike off the road, I think ju was enough judging. Oh, no. Uh, okay. All right. We're done. Don't anyway, say anyways, anything yeah, else. Yeah, we're done. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Florida man gets sentenced for threatening Travis Tigard and his family. <clears throat> like he 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 said Travis for for and if you don't know who Travis Tigard is, just stop listening. I mean, <laughs> I can't help you. Um, if you don't know, he's the man that is the reason why Lance Armstrong is banned from cycling. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what to say to you. Okay, well, you're not going to say anything because no one's listening. So, um, oh, you're right. it was very Hannibal Lecter sort of 
threat, which, you know, I like because I'm, I'm into those sort of movies. No, I'm not. I'm kidding, Mom. I really don't it like those movies. inventive. I'll give him that. Yeah. It was so creepy. <laughs> A little creepy, yeah. Okay, I have said some terrible things to people, but I have never said they should be tied to a tree and skinned while their family watches. Oh, yeah, that is pretty creative. I don't think I could even think up that in my own mind. Yeah, well, it's like, here's the scary thing. All he has is 540 community service hours and a $5,000 fine. This man is still roaming the streets! <laughs> he's, he's 72 years old. He's just old you know i don't know well they don't send hate mail and threats well i think the real issue here is that he isn't the only one who has been sending threats to um our dear travis um but at the the same time no no but at the same time like who loves lance armstrong so much that they feel so passionately that they want to kill this person like it's to me it just blows my mind i mean if all right if if you still believe like whatever there's just lies that that's your business i can't help you um that's just that's your problem like i get it like whatever my mom was dying of cancer and i was really inspired by livestrong i i have a livestrong kit like i and my mom was like so proud she's like yeah yeah, you wear that Livestrong kit and let people know I'm fighting cancer and cancer's a big deal. And like, yeah. my mom was so supportive of it. Well, of course. And she, yeah. she wasn't like a, uh, for everyone that doesn't know, Clara knows, my mom is died from cancer. Um, not, not to bring the show down, but it's, uh, it's, it's, and she, she wasn't like the biggest Lance Armstrong fan, but she was like, whatever, he got over it, I can get over it too. And I don't harbor hate from him. Like, I don't think he he took advantage of his cancer. I think he just did what he did. And I think Livestrong is a fantastic foundation. Mm-hmm. I think they help tons of people. Um, if you've ever heard Fat Cyclist stories about how helpful Livestrong was for him when his wife was dying. I mean, I was almost crying when I heard how just helpful they were. Mm-hmm. And it, it's amazing. Like, they got him doctors. They they helped raise money. They did all these things, and so whatever. Lance set that up. Cool, cool. I, I'm not gonna say he's innocent, but I'm gonna say he did a good thing. And if, if if you love Lance that much, because of that, that you have to send the person that's uh, whatever smearing his name death threats. That's too far. It's too too far. Well, that's true. I didn't. I didn't think of the reason they might be doing it. Yeah, maybe they thought, maybe they were dealing with some sort of cancer-related issues, and and thought Lance was helping them personally. Yeah, I know. I didn't think of that, but yeah, it's still too far, and it'll get you in trouble. It'll definitely get you some community service. <laughs> I mean, some some uh, at least a five thousand dollar fine. It's good to know there's a monetary value for threatening someone's family. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's 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 solid. No, I'll keep that in mind if I ever go crazy when I'm 72 years old. How far away and, is Clearwater Beach from you? Clear, oh, Clearwater Beach is pretty far. Like, uh, okay, four five four hours. Okay, so we don't need to worry it, about about anything happening. Oh, whatever. This guy, this guy's gonna send me hate mail. <laughs> 
we can read it on the podcast. It, like, it's not like you're like, whatever, some trailer trash guy. No, this guy was a former urologist. <laughs> like, he was a doctor. That's so strange. I know. Like, I'm, like what was he huffing? <laughs> well, you know, prescri- prescription drugs could be anything. A- anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway. Well, um, speaking of, you know, Lance, uh, I mean, Velo did their top 10 climbers this week. They did indeed. Yes. Very controversial. Is it really controversial? It, it, I think anything can be controversial to cycling people. I don't know. It's a, it's a small community and people like to get their panties in a twist over. I don't know. They're, they're bloomers. Yeah. <laughs> they're knickers they're knickers honey um <laughs> what do you think yeah. about it you know what i think it's not i think what okay that entire list you know i'm not going to pretend that i know everything about cycling because i don't so mm-hmm. i didn't know half the people if the photo was in black and white i didn't know who the hell they were mm-hmm. um i i mean i like reading the stories i love reading the romanticism involved and how they attacked with like 150k to go and like yeah <laughs> That's the stuff that legends are made of. Uh-huh. But if you don't think that guy was doing everything he could chemically to do that, you are a fool. Uh-huh. Well, so if you think anybody on that list is innocent, you're insane. You're just, in- just mentally deficient. Um. Yeah, I'm looking through it right now. I mean, I guess if you just pretend that none of them doped, then... It's it's a good list. <laughs> All right, and so what is I don't want to. I mean, we shouldn't be talking about doping this whole podcast, but I guess it just is coming up. It's it's impossible it's, not like, to. It yeah okay. I I don't want to make a podcast about doping because it's whatever. But still, it, you made a top ten list of climbers, and mm-hmm. these people did legendary things. If they did it on the legal, if or not, they did legendary things, and I think Lance belongs on that list. I mean, we know, okay, we know what he did. Thank you, Travis. I appreciate you saying that. I'm never going to send you a death threat. I think you did good work, Travis, but whatever. I don't agree it's, that um, Contador is on the list and Ulrich is not because Ulrich was my favorite because he kind of was like me. He kind of um, was bigger <laughs> and, and pushed a heavy, heavy gear. So, and everyone's like, oh, you're kind of like Ulrich. So I, I kind of identified with you used to push a heavy gear that you did the german style and you just grinded it out i definitely did yeah and then you know and i and i kind of i grew up with the whole lance thing and the ulrich thing so every you know i I tried to do the like i'm dancing on my pedals and that didn't really work for me so yeah no no you were just a grinder yeah i just grinded yep Mm -hmm. yes i was Huh. Which maybe really? maybe that's why my knees hurt so bad when it's cold outside. <laughs> it may very well be. Uh, or it right, could be because I'm thirty. I, you're not thirty. Yeah. We all know you're twenty six, Clara. Don't don't try to sound cool for people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Way to call me out. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the list, yes. The list. Okay, whatever. And Lists are always fun because it gives you an opportunity to bitch about or complain about things. Sorry, uh, Mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it gives you... It, that's why it's great. 
Okay. It's like, it's like Rolling Stone's top 100 bands of the century and naming the Beatles, of course, as number one. And some people have a problem with that. I do. And, you know, like, oh, my God, why well, was Led Zeppelin number 10 when it should have been number, you know, so there's no winning. When you do lists, there's no winning. So No, and I, it's, I don't think they did this list of top 10 climbers of, like, ranking them. It's just an arbitrary list of, like, mm-hmm. hey, we think these people are the best. Yeah. It's not like Rolling Stone was like, no, the Beatles are better than the Rolling Stones. And that was a numerical list. It wasn't like a, a list of like a hundred things together. It was like it was like Warrant was number one hundred and I did think it was sad that they didn't include any women cyclists, but I'm not gonna get into that. I I think Mariana Voss should have been on the list. I think she is the best cyclist of our generation, maybe ever. Across both sexes, I, yeah, I would challenge you to to argue with me there. There should have been at least one female climber. I think if you're going to put anyone, it's her. I mean, right. who else? She like what isn't she a world champion in? <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm still looking at the list, but it, um, you're 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 right. I I um I'm not criticizing. I mean, whatever. It's just I just noticed that. I'm like, oh, that's a shame. But um, there are good female climbers out there. But uh, maybe not top ten of all time. I mean, that's a big list. That's a that's a big list. And like, uh, yeah, I thought it was weird that Ulrich was out of that list because I think he was he was fantastic in his own right. Like he was just he was a fantastic grinder. And <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, oh look, he's pedaling in a cadence of two, <laughs> and he's using like a twenty three cassette <laughs> yeah i don't know if he i mean uh, he wasn't the best climber in the world i guess i just thought of him because i saw the lance picture they have the picture of him riding away from ulrich um is that that picture I, like there's so many lance pictures they all just kind of blend together with yeah them. and i'm not quite sure what tour this is you know early 2000s but uh, <laughs> i knew a guy that he was he used to rewatch the lance tours like start to finish, all right. And it, and it was like, dude, it's 2013. <laughs> He's like, no man, these are great. This is the one where he attacks here. And I was like, I so don't care. <laughs> yeah, pretty exciting back then, and a good way to feel motivated to uh, be a cyclist, which is exactly what I did. Which, which was, I mean, it, it was. Yeah, this guy was a cyclist, but he was worse than me, which is saying something. Well, yeah, it takes all kinds to make a sport happen. Okay, yeah. Well, he wasn't a racer. He was a triathlete, to be fair. Uh-oh. Oh. Well, that, <laughs> they make the world go around, too. I mean, when I was in my early 20s, I had a, like an elitist attitude about how much better I was than anyone else because I was a cyclist. But, you know, I, I've, of course, since because I don't do it anymore, I've grown out of it. You kind of adapt, I, I, you get an ego when you race and are good. And it, it kind of takes over your personality a little sometimes. I mean, I think maybe I let it take over myself a little. Like, or, yes, it does. It, and it, like, if you're good at something and you're winning, you get a swagger about you. It just, it carries over into your life. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I, I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just find it weird that there's just – all right, no, I don't find it weird that cyclists hate triathletes because 
I, I look at some Not all I, cyclists hate triathletes. I think you, you're oh, developing a, like a complex. I Yes, I am. Because the problem is I go to the gym and I see triathletes and I go, what are you doing? <laughs> well, what of, the hell are you doing? A lot of people would look at cyclists and be like, what are you doing? This, You know, that's probably true. It's like, why, why are you doing that? Why are you... Doing like a hundred and fifty cadence, just 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 get my cadence up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, we're digressing. We had show notes. What are we going to talk about next? Or one star? Why did I waste my time? <laughs> What's it about the the struggles of a cyclist, a, a cat three racer? I think it's in, about a guy in Maryland. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about a guy that like loses his job and like it's <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> It, yeah, it's like a whatever a masters racer that's like I'm gonna start bike racing. And oh my goodness! Aww. My favorite tagline was he's like whatever it's just riding a bike. It's not like life or death. And then his <laughs> goes, it kind of is, dude. It kind of <laughs> is. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, last time we actually watched Breaking Away. We did. For uh, I've never seen it before, and Clara turns out she'd never seen it either. Yeah, after I gave Kyle a lot of grief about never seeing it, I said, telling me you've never seen Breaking Away. Oh my God, Kyle, how are you so stupid? You've never seen that. I didn't you see call that. It, I didn't call you stupid. How are you call yourself a Twitter reporter, a <laughs> cycling satirist? How have you never seen Breaking Away, Kyle? And then. 15 minutes in, I get a text going, I don't think I've seen this either. Well, you're lucky I admitted it after I had given you so much hassle about not watching it. But, oh, yes. okay. I was getting so, confused with American Flyers. It's understandable. Which I is going to be our our live tweet after. Uh, if we can find it. It's on Amazon. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, some of these movies you're going to have to pay because Netflix isn't down with the cycling community. Yeah, and for you, um, everyone out there listening, I'll pay. I'll pay $4 to watch I'm, it. I'm paying to – actually, no, I'm I'm pirating. I'm not. I'm not pirating. No, you're I'm not. paying for this too. Yes. Um, this is what we're doing. We are going to tell you how good, bad, or indifferent this movie is. <sighs> Yeah, we are, because <laughs> we have nothing better to do with our time. Oh, it is Friday night, and we are at home talking to our computers. Yeah, we are, and I'm trying to think of funny things to say, but it's not working. So, let's wrap it anyway, up, Kyle. Let's wrap Okay, what did you think about Breaking Away? Um, I liked the scenes where they are at the, the dam, and they didn't have any shirts on, and they were talking about, and they were in their jeans, and they would go, like, waiting or wait do they have speedos I, on it's been a few weeks oh okay yeah well the the bad guys had speedos on i guess if they were the, <laughs> if they were the divers and like they're in our territory doing cliff dives they're swimmers we don't no, want that i love stuff the like college that guys. i really do <laughs> um uh yeah so i like things like that um you move. so you're telling me you like guys around swim holes <laughs> In the shirt, you, you're saying you have a crush on Dennis Quaid, is what you're telling me. Uh, well, I mean, come on. Who, who, you're not allowed to not have a crush on Dennis Quaid. It is true. <laughs> okay, all right. Hey, Dennis Quaid is dreamy. 
maybe he could be your man crush of the week next week. Maybe. You know what my favorite Dennis Quaid line is? And it's from a TNT original movie. Uh, okay, go ahead. Um, Dennis Quaid is a rancher on a farm and it's been in his family for like a hundred years. And <laughs> he, he, he takes in his nephew who's like mom died or something like that. He's uh-huh. going to teach this boy how to be a man. And like the kid, the kid like hurts his hand or something like that. Dennis Quaid just looks up and goes, it's a long way from your heart, son. (laughs) (laughs) My my favorite Dennis Quaid quote ever. (laughs) Yes. And and he was, uh, he was um, just like that in, in Breaking Away. I, I like to think Breaking Away was a prequel to that TNT original movie, which I don't know the name of. Yeah, he was so, so so tough. He put that helmet on in the last scene of the movie, I guess, when they were riding around in the velodrome and did like 300 laps. It it's wasn't like, even a velodrome. It was a, it was a college track. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't piss off Dennis Quaid. Yeah, People yeah. People say, when you piss off Dennis Quaid. Yeah, it, it's it's going down, and yeah, that that got me on the edge of my seat for sure. So oh my yeah, God, I was so excited. I was jumping up and down. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was great. I just love that stuff. And um, anyway, I hope the cyclist can uh, compete with that one. Yeah, I. I oh God, it's so good. Uh, I really hope the cyclist can. You know what? I I loved breaking away because like it. It was basically the cycling version of Vision Quest, which is like a contemporary movie of like a guy, a, a high schooler coming to age yeah. and trying to be a man and discovering this sport. And, uh-huh. Getting all sweaty oh, no, with other guys. everybody cheats. And I'm sure in the 80s they did a swimming movie and a bowling movie. <laughs> and like, it was just the 80s. Who cares? It's the same movie, just different sport. We have so much to talk about in the future. But um, speaking of that, I, I on next Wednesday, the t- January 29th, I guess what day is it today? I don't know. It's in a few days. I'm going to Tucson to watch um, a women's cycling documentary. I know we talked about it last time, but it's approaching, so I'm very excited about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wanted to say that before we sign off. Oh, yeah, because it was it's, uh, coming up on that time. So, yeah, you're going to go see Half the Road. Which well, I'm is, just uh, really excited to go watch The Cyclist. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go. We just, Claire wants to watch this I movie. I do. All right, so so briefly, just, you know, tell people about <clears throat> Half the Road. Tell people about the movie real quick and tell them why they should go see it. Because it's, it's a movie about women cycling. Yes, um, it's you can watch the trailer online. Um, let me make sure I get the the website right for those. And of if you. you're looking for the trailer, we're gonna put it on the Broken Spokes Twitter, which is at Broken Spokes Pod. We, and um, it, yeah, it's it's halftheroad.com, and you can watch the trailer there. And um, it it's not out on DVD yet, and I'm going to watch the first advanced screening. And um, there's going to be um, a few pro cyclists there. They're going to do a Q&A afterwards. And um, it's going to be great. I'm very excited about it. And um, I will get back and report to Broken Spokes about how awesome it was. It just, that's, 
So look forward to that, people. Um, uh-huh. Hopefully, we'll get this podcast out before that. <laughs> yeah, oh, not, we will. Like, we will. I figured it out. I can do it. You've, oh, you're you're so good, Clara. <laughs> Just took me took me a good six hours, but that's okay. Clara, you are the backbone of this podcast. Well, thank you. Yes, you're you're amazing, and I think everybody should go on Twitter and tell Clara at Fern Coyote. <laughs> how amazing she is and and tell her that i am so grateful you did this podcast because i i kyle can't handle it kyle has the attention span of a gnat i don't think he he would have the patience to load something up on itunes but but clara clara bear she has it she's got it going on and kyle understands how much um people telling me how awesome I am means to me. So yeah, please go ahead and do that or else I get very depressed. And then I'll text Kyle and be like, I don't want to do the podcast tonight. Yeah. If you want to keep hearing the podcast, <laughs> if you, you do tell Clara how great she is, please. Yes. I'm please. very temperamental. I wouldn't say temperamental. I would say needy. Uh, oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. You're not needy at all. You're an only child. We've discovered, we know this. I'm making very rude gestures through the microphone at you right now. So there. Are you, okay, I deserve that. Anyway, yeah. um, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we appreciate you listening to us tonight. If yeah. if you have any comments, you have any questions, if you have anything to say, please email us at brokenspokes at gmail.com. Um, also, if you'd like anybody to sponsor us, you know anybody, you, you, you your friends, you're like, hey, my friend works for Prolazumi. I would love for them to be the official clothing sponsor of the Broken Spokes podcast. So Kyle can get a microphone, and we can eventually do a video podcast. So we can get oh, cameras. oh, that's coming up. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna do a video podcast. So you're actually gonna get to see us and see see how good Clara looks and how <laughs> Kyle looks. <laughs> Yeah, that's in the works as well and we're also uh-huh. tr- I'm, I'm trying to get planning guests and um so more people will actually be interested in what we're saying which is not two of us uh, rambling so that is coming up as well <laughs> this is rambling i thought we were just kind of chatting and having a nice little chat inviting 108 people to come listen to us over a week oh, neat that's so exciting so continue um with the emails and the tumblers and all that emails oh tumblr i forgot about tumblr yeah we're uh, at our tumblr is broken spokes podcast that'll be up and running soon yeah we haven't and, really done uh, anything with that and i'm no. getting artwork done so everyone can chill out about that it'll all and be very pro artwork? soon oh we gotta be pro yeah are we on itunes clara where are we on itunes we're on itunes i i think it's always it's it's kind of been very difficult to do that, but um, if you Google, I guess Broken Spokes podcast, it should come up. It does on my phone, but if not, you can find us where Kyle. Where? Um, I guess if you've already, if, yeah. I mean, if you're listening to it, you already know. <laughs> yeah, if you you already know, or or whatever, somebody sent you a random cassette tape or like, hey, listen to these people, and I also have a great party mixtape on here. So yeah. Um, <laughs> is that it tonight, Clara? I guess is, is so. Uh, are we just going to start watching The Cyclist now? Uh, yeah, we are. Um, I'm going to uh, sign off. So thanks, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, follow along our live tweet at hashtag Broken Spokes. <gasps> yes, and maybe The Cyclist. It depends on how long our 
tweets are going to be. It's going to, it's always going to have hashtag broken spokes. Sometimes hashtag the cyclist. Well, I'll, okay. All right. Well, we'll figure it out later. Thanks for listening, everyone. um, Thank you, everybody. Good night. Um, Good night, Dan. Good night, Luke. Good night, Leslie. Um, Good night, Sarah. Good night, (laughs) Kiss My Panache. Um, Good night, Mom. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Good night, Claire and Tom. Chicks.